Hello, and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Corin. And I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. And today we wanted to discuss with you the famous last words, it will go away. Will it? Well, it might. It's just we find that whether you're talking about your canine, your equine, or yourself, that not addressing something immediately in some way prolongs it, allows it to get worse, and requires more care, not less care in the long run. So this was our week to learn by example, and we'll give you a little bit of the data. Yeah. Do you want to avoid all those compensation problems that come up from not addressing the injury when it occurs? Because that's what we've seen in the past. And this week has humbled us and reminded us that it is necessary and responsible to take care of the issue now. And it's also necessary to have it properly evaluated right away so that you address what is, and as Dave said, not wait till there's compensations, which may look worse than the issue that caused it all in the first place. When I think about that, realize that sometimes if your first response is to camouflage the pain, get your dog out of pain immediately, get your horse out of pain immediately, that can interfere with your ability to know what happened and contact your vet, relate what happened, get the best mind on it first, and then react immediately to what you can do to make it better so that it doesn't make a front end go to the hind end, a lower extremity go up to the top line, And in the human case, start to compensate all over the place because one thing leads to many, many things. Yeah, because you end up getting the whole musculoskeletal complex because you get the inflammation, you get the muscle spasm, you get too much edema in one area and it limits range of motion in that area, which increases range of motion in another area that may not be capable of handling it. So addressing the problem quickly, efficiently, and professionally. Well, exactly. It was, it was very interesting this week because within the last seven days, we had two canine clients present with acute lamenesses. And I mean really acute, within 24 hours, non-weight bearing, one behind and one in front. The one behind literally would not step on it. Looked through the whole extremity, looking to see if there was some reason to refer out because there was a sore or, or a, uh, some form of abrasion, uh, nail sticking in the bottom of the foot, anything like that. Didn't see anything like that. Adjusted, taped it, and that dog walked off sound, and the report in the morning was it was sound no compensations, no need to wait five days to see if not being able to step on the right hind then caused issues in the left or anxiety issues or pain complex, which then affects the stomach. So that was number one. Number two was a right front. 
And I looked up, down, sideways. The dog had already been to the veterinarian. It had already been evaluated. It had already been x-rayed. And they came up with nothing, thought that adjusting it would perhaps be the solution to the non-weight bearing. I just didn't find a big enough problem, found a lot of little things. The dog walked off better, better with tape on. But you know when you know that wasn't it. And the phone call the next day was the pad fell off the bottom of the toe and the dog wasn't stepping on it because potentially it was burned but the flap hadn't identified itself. So you couldn't tell. Once that was known, then that dog wasn't forced to walk on a raw toe, allowed to heal correctly and able to move on without further compensations. So whether you're the solution or you just have your mind open enough to continue to look for solutions when you're not, either way, your client or your pet wins. And it's also about being prepared. What do you have in, what do you have in your stockpile at home to take care of injuries? Ice packs that are already in the freezer, not, oh, it got <laughs> hurt, now I got to put it in the freezer and wait for it to freeze up before I can use it. Ice packs, bandages, all those things should be prepped and ready to go in case there is an injury. Yes, we have our indoor dog box and our outdoor horse box, and uh, for humans... The beauty is the same stuff works on us that works on our pets. But do we have a human box? No, we have a dog box and a horse box because we are just like you. So incident number three was our own horse who went from walking completely sound. I happened to sit on him bareback at the end of the day to refresh my soul. And I asked him for a trot and he was head bobbing head bobbing the worst lameness he's ever exhibited that we've seen yeah and so we do what we do and we look we say okay call the vet give them a heads up we might have an emergency situation we're going to evaluate it in the meantime nothing out of alignment no range of motion issue no heat that was significant no major pulse confusion Ice it, put the MagnaWave on it, rock tape to redistribute whatever fluid we couldn't see below the surface. And lo and behold, his first reaction was to be worse. So in consulting with the vet, we said, rest him overnight. Let's see what we have in the morning. Let's keep uh, the poultice on and again our idea was let's not camouflage the pain he's not in distress he's not pawing he's not acting like he's going to colic let's learn from this and in the morning we had a better horse a significantly better horse repeat the soak repeat the poultice repeat the magna wave repeat the taping in the afternoon, we have a horse that, at the walk, is completely sound and able to do circles because it was nipped in the proverbial bud. Yeah, because we didn't wait. We didn't go, ah, oh, 
let's see if it'll just go away. Because what we're finding out now, just going away isn't the best strategy. Because sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it actually gets worse. And that's what's happening right now in our world. Things are getting worse. And we're just trying to ignore it and let it go away, but we can't. And when it's your own animal, you take care of it. When it's yourself, take care of you. Because if you end up with a small injury that turns into a big problem, what does that really cost you in the end? And I'm not just talking about the cost of going to the doctor. I'm about talking about the cost of your lack of ability to take care of your normal daily activities, your job. Your what family. happens if your family? What happens when you can't work? You lose more than just the cost of going to the doctor, which is, can be outrageous in itself when you're actually going out of network or not having or having insurance issues. So take care of you first so you can take care of the others. Well, it's probably when we were primarily in human practice, it was the sentence we heard all day every day. I thought it would go away. I thought it would go away. Horse owners tend to be a little bit more active in doing something right away, although not always the best thing. So we want to get you to be willing to ask questions, be willing to reach out to the professionals in your network of contacts and say, this just happened, how would you handle it? Do I need to worry about the impact of this on the rest of the body? And what was fascinating is having dealt with clients with limb issues and then my own horse with limb issues, I decided to join the group and had a pretty nasty hand trauma happened while working on a horse who was feisty. And I'm not exactly sure what happened. You were there. He threw his head and your, your hand was on his nose and he threw his head directly towards the steel bars. So your hand got between his nose and the steel bars. Yeah, it jumped up into a hematoma that was quite impressive and took up a lot of the back of my hand. My instinct, it'll go away. My instinct is to ignore it. My experience chimed up and said, if you were a horse, what would you do? And I need both hands. They, they actually work together rather well. So I iced it and magnawaved it and used inflammatory taping and posted pictures of this, by the way, on Instagram and uh, probably Facebook uh, in the equiline canine areas. And lo and behold, this morning, the square-raised hematoma was dispersed and lower and purpler, showing that the actual experience of dealing with it right away instead of something lingering and then causing swelling in above and below the area of impact, I'm able to open and close my hand in less than 24 hours. And that's the perfect example of just taking care of it, not waiting for it to go away. I see this time and time again, especially the clients that, and, and I don't, it's, some of you have probably had this experience, others may not. But when you a rib actually stops functioning the way it should, and you what what people would call a rib out of place, which but, it's not, which it's really not. But ribs, when you breathe, they roll up and down. They roll up, they roll down. They roll up with your inspiration. But sometimes 
if you sleep wrong, you fall off your horse, for whatever reason, a rib pops up is generally what happens usually, but it, it'll roll up and when it rolls up, it pinches the intercostal nerve. If I see that person the same day that it happens, they lay down on the table, I find the rib, I push on it, it goes right back in. If they wait three days, four days, and they come in and all the muscle spasm has set up and it hurts from the back to the, all the way through to their chest and it hurts them to breathe, just take a deep breath in, and not just in one area, now it hurts in the whole back. It's harder to find. And because of the muscle spasm, I'm not going to get it that first adjustment. It, sometimes it takes two, three, four adjustments before we finally get that thing functioning normally and the pain comes off the nerve. So it doesn't mean you need to rush out and have someone else deal with it. It means that when something's acute, ice it. Seriously, simply address the inflammatory process that your body goes through to attempt to heal it unconsciously. And if you continue to move as if it didn't happen, your intelligence subconsciously will say, no, you can't do that. So now I'm going to recruit muscles that aren't designed for this behavior to help, and that creates a cascade. The amount of humans and horses that have shown issues from coming from north to south, from the drive and the travel, in ways that they don't necessarily recognize, because we don't always check in with things until they become a crisis. And so checking in with yourself checking in with your horse. Are they moving as well as they can right when they get off the trailer? Are you moving as well as you can after you've been sitting for 30 hours or however long it takes you to get from point A to point B? Same thing with your dog. And most everyone we know travels with their dog. It is not natural for them to be in those positions where they don't have choice and we do know that our dogs make bizarre choices of what position they're going to sleep in. Ours have tendencies to look a lot like pretzels in their choice, but they're not constricted into that. And so you don't see negative ramifications. When you see your dogs out playing and they T-bone each other and they go rolling and it's cute and we video it and TikTok is filled with them, run your hands over them and see is there a residual issue from it? And what can you do hands-on to make that better so that you don't need us? Yeah, it's just a matter of taking care of yourself. We had a gentleman in the other night that had low back discomfort. And he said, this is really different than I've ever had. It's not my usual thing. Usually I pick something up and I feel it. He said, this kind of came on gradually and now it's been there. Well, how long has it been there? Three months. <laughs> Three months. And you know, it's really difficult to make things that have been there for three months disappear in a five-minute adjustment. He was kind of miraculous. He was kind of miraculous. He, those, he, we just yeah. don't expect those. And really, all we're asking you to do is pay attention. Pay attention Act immediately, 
keep yourself and your horses, your dogs, your cats, who are pretty self-sufficient, healthy in the, in the immediate reaction to anything that happens, save yourself a lot of headaches and time later on. And money. It will not go away. It will morph. So let's control the way health goes by being attentive to it. Let's be proactive, people. So enjoy your day. Stay well. This is Dr. Wendy Corin. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And this has been an Equiline podcast.